one of our listeners told us we have to do a James Cameron, all James Cameron movies, there go over go. those. That would be very interesting. Yeah. I've seen most of those. I've seen a lot of them, yeah. I have, still haven't seen Titanic. What? Is That's that weird? Is it that weird? It's like the biggest movie ever. Until Avatar. Okay, it's the second biggest movie ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's weird. You know, it came out. I was 11. Yeah. I didn't care about Titanic. Yeah. I have seen the second tape. You know, it was in two Yeah, VHS you tapes. saw all the boat part, the boat I saw parts. the good part, yeah. the boat part. I don't care about Jack and Rose or whatever. Yeah. Who cares? When I watched Titanic... I mean, it's all just a big cartoon anyway, right? Like, yeah. essentially, like, the biggest stereotypes oh, ever. absolutely. Like, I don't... I'm not going to get anything new out of it. But when I watched it, the whole movie all the way through... Yeah. I was fortunate enough to watch it with a group of people who are willing to riff on it. Oh. And we had a lot of great riffs on Fabrizio... Which is Jack's best friend, who is this like ridiculous Italian stereotype. Like all the things in that movie. Yeah, like all the things in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and to just bring up at like various, very heartfelt moments of the movie, just have Fabrizio just pop out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, it's like, Fabrizio. hey, are you, what are you doing in the car? You know, it's <laughs> like, I'm Fabrizio. What are you doing in there? Hey, why is it all steamy? Yeah. You know? Just at, or like when people are dying and just right. like, hey, I'm Fabrizio. What's going on? Yeah. You know, it's just it's why you're still playing this boat sinking. Just imagining the various scenarios where Fabrizio gets killed. <laughs> it really brought a lot to the movie. I thought that's and then the one person who really genuinely enjoys the movie was mad. So that helped. That's awesome. <laughs> I I don't think I could watch it now. Like knowing that that ex- version exists out there, yeah. where the Fabrizio extended <laughs> version exists. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't ever watch the regular Titanic. Yeah. Plus, it's like three hours. Who has that kind of time? I don't. Thank you so much. 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 I feel, have you seen very many movies lately? I feel like it's been a dry spell for me of like watching, sitting down and watching a full movie. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of TV, which yeah. is kind of a bit of a betrayal against the podcast. I mean, you can do you can do both. Yeah, you don't have to be loyal to one, but we just you just have to we just have to have something to talk about. The one movie that I've seen recently that I actually got to watch is War for the Planet of the Apes. Yes. I haven't seen it. I've seen... I'll try not to... I won't spoil it, but I will say it was great. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Nice. Especially since... Like, any... Anything that becomes a franchise, you worry about how it's going to sort of have to... All right, we got to sell tickets for this third one, so we got to make it look like a big action. We got to keep ramping it up forever. Yeah, exactly. That's what... And you hope they have a goal in mind. Yes. An ending in mind. Because, you know, like the first one, Dawn for the Planet of the Apes, with James Franco and all that, and it's the, you know, Caesar and how all the apes got smart, Mm -hmm. is really cool because it's a very small movie, and they, they take so long to get to the point You've got a smart monkey, and he's starting to learn stuff. And yeah, then, it's barely the planet of the apes. Yeah, it's still exactly. our, it's honestly, it's still our planet. Yeah, <laughs> it's still a it's, human planet. It's not a planet of apes yet. <laughs> no, um, they got they kind of got ahead of themselves with the name. <laughs> well, honestly. that's why it's, it's the dawn. They're showing uh, the yeah. dawn up. So, <laughs> so, but it's really cool because they they take so long. If you aren't familiar with the Planet of the Apes franchise, we're that's what we're talking about. But, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So in the dawn of the Planet of the Apes, they develop, you know, they're trying to develop a cure for Alzheimer's mm-hmm. because the guy's dad has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to use my science to cure this. Yeah. You yeah. know, like you try to do. Yeah. And they <laughs> test it on apes yep. naturally or chimpanzees. And yep. the first one to actually get a successful dose turns out is pregnant and it has this baby and this baby is called Caesar. And it turns out Caesar is really smart. Yep. Not quite human level smart, but very, very smart. And he's starting to get smarter all the time, I guess. Yep. So, anyway, the whole movie is him, like, being smarter than everyone, all the other apes and stuff, and getting sort of treated well and then mistreated, and then... And the moral dilemma of what do we do with this ape? Yeah, totally. Can we keep it? Yeah. <laughs> Basically that. Yep. It's, it's one big dead, can we keep it? Yeah. And so, the um, it turns out that the formula that they make, it can just be spread by a virus. Mm-hmm. And it turns all the apes smart. Meanwhile, it kills like 90% of the population of the earth, mm-hmm. of humans, mm-hmm. because it's fatal to them, I guess. I don't know. doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's where the Planet of the Apes starts. Like yep. the, the ending credits of that is sort of like the virus going across the globe, like a patient zero type of thing mm-hmm. while the apes have escaped into the forest. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And so then there's a second one. Dawn for the Planet of the Apes, or no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> this shoot, is going to be so a common theme. Yeah, I was misremembering the name. <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes. There we go. Uh, starring Jason Clark. And that one I and did see also. Cody Smith-Fee, I believe, is the kid. Isn't uh, the guy from Cheers in that one? Which one? Sam Malone? No, uh, the uh, dumb guy. There's a lot of dumb guys in Cheers. <laughs> uh, John Ratzenberger? No, the young guy. Harry the Hat? Man, yeah, oh you know, Woody! Woody! No, isn't he in that? Woody Harrelson's in the third one. That's the trick. Oh, so we're getting to that. Uh, that's not promising for no. The I, second we, one's not as good. The, yeah, that's not promising for me. Is that this is the other time we talked about this movie like yeah. a year ago? Yeah. Uh, you had to get through so much of the plot of the movie before I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that. I'll just and anytime you... I, I don't know if I saw a movie or not, it's not a good sign. Yeah, that's understandable. Rise of the Planet of the Apes isn't as good. Mm-hmm. It's cool that you see you know, their society and stuff, but yeah. it's essentially two years or five years later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, humans are having a rough time of it. Apes are starting to thrive. Yep. And uh, can humans and apes be friends? Yep. If if it was up to Caesar, yes, but turns out there's another ape who is a bad guy. Yeah, and he d- hates humans because they were abusive to him, and so that's and, it. And it's it's, a, and it's an interesting movie to have made in that it's all about like their attempt at diplomatic relations. Yeah, it's not like a dumb action movie. No, which is I'm glad they went for it. Yeah, I just didn't. It's just not as exciting. It's just it, not it enjoyable. Doesn't quite work. They didn't really nail it because. You know, Jason Clark's not super interesting in it. The humans are underdeveloped. They don't have yeah. any good reason to. And that's what was weird, I think, is that they the humans were underdeveloped because they were trying to focus more on the apes. And the apes the, are awesome. It, but they're still, like, apes. And they're not Kinda, quite yeah, but... 100% there in terms of, like, I don't know. So that's why... So, anyway, that's why you yeah. have to see the third movie. Yeah. Because the third movie is the apes have a successful society now. Yep. In the sense that, you know, they just, you know, live like apes Mm -hmm. but they they can build you know like walls and stuff yeah and they ride horses yep so anyway the third one is all about this army captain guy played by woody harrelson who Mm -hmm. hates the apes and wants to kill them Mm -hmm. and is threatening sort of caesar's peaceful ape habitat basically yeah 
It ends up being intensely character-based. Cool. It's really awesome. It, it feels like the one I can compare it to the most is Logan. Mm-hmm. If you saw Logan last year, it was like the one of the best superhero movies in a long time because they just focused on a few people mm-hmm. and how all these decisions affected them personally and yeah. like getting to know the characters. Yep. And so they focus really heavily on Caesar himself, cool. sort of like wanting to get revenge, like going on this big revenge quest. Yeah. And then sort of becoming like Ape Moses a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really awesome. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, like, you know, the humans have actually good reason to not like the apes. Yeah. Um, because there's sort of a, in a cool tie-in with old Planet of the Apes movies, which I want to also talk about. That's what I was just going to say, was that that sounds like a great point to, like, back it up. Yes. So they... Because the apes are actually, like... On the level of like full development, able yes, to be characterized all, yeah, they very have, well. Yes, they all they all have intelligence. Yeah, a couple of them talk. Mm-hmm. Caesar is the one that talks the most. Yep, because he grew up around humans and stuff. Yep. So the virus has mutated and it's starting to turn people mute, mm-hmm. and they're supposedly like losing intelligence. Okay. Yeah. But some people think you know. So anyway, that's kind of a big. So they think if they kill off the apes, then the virus won't spread anymore. Yep. And so he has a good reason to try and yeah. kill off the apes. And yeah. so it's really cool. And also Woody Harrelson gets to say, it's going to be a planet of apes. <laughs> <laughs> Which usually if you say the title in the movie, it's stupid. But yeah. that is That's really cool. great. And also they, the name of the group, his like military rebellion group is mm-hmm. uh, Alpha Omega. Which is a tie-in to... Beneath the Planet of the Apes uh-huh. and the Bomb. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yes. So okay. that's cool because that sort of ties into sort of the original premise of Planet of the yeah, Apes. Yeah. Which, you know, See, I think the that's almost part of why with the newer ones, and like I said, I haven't seen the third one, which it sounds like is definitely your favorite of the new so ones. It's so good. But yeah. of the first two, I think that's part of why I couldn't get into them quite as much. It, it's unfair in that I love the premise of the original planet of the apes yeah totally and the newer premise just isn't as cool to me yeah you know to see it happen i almost don't want to see it happen sure part of what's cool about the original planet of the apes for those who haven't seen it we talked about a little bit in the time travel one yeah just a little bit these guys they get in a spaceship they're astronauts they basically go through a time portal and go forward in time that they don't realize at that point they think that they went through a wormhole to a distant planet of apes and they crash on the planet, and they crash in this world where apes rule, and humans, or something like humans, like apes, are it, their slaves. They're, they're on a planet where apes evolved to be the dominant species, yep. not humans. And not meanwhile, humans. humans are like dumb. They don't animals. talk. Yeah, and so it's 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 this crazy reversal. It's clearly allegorical for a lot of stuff. And it was written by Rod Sterling. The, the screenplay was okay of Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. So that's Didn't why they, yes, it all yeah. feels very like what if this, this yeah <laughs> what if apes were in charge? It's it, I mean that's like you know how they make fun of Black Mirror by saying yeah. like what if your what if your phone was mean or whatever <laughs> yeah like that's yeah, Rod Sterling originated all that with like yeah. what if this yeah. was this instead or yeah. what if this was opposite basically yeah. every episode but, of the Twilight but that's Zone. Part of what I kind of like about the original premise is that they don't really show you how it happened. Yes. It's presumed that it happened through well, human error. Well, the trick is that yeah. you're supposed to go into it not knowing that the biggest spoiler of all time, basically, yeah. or, you know, like the most, everyone the knows most it. The most spoiled thing yes, ever. is that they were on Earth the whole time. You're yeah. supposed to assume that, that 
It's an alien planet. That through like sort of 60s movie, uh, you know, like how you think of stuff, you're supposed to think like, oh, of course all these apes speak English. Yeah, it doesn't matter. On this way crazy <laughs> Don't planet. worry about it, yeah. And then the twist is that it was Earth the whole time. And way they had the just gone forward in time. Yes, and yeah. basically all of the humans had bombed each other to death yep. with nukes, and the apes had evolved to become to the most over. dominant species And that's what I think is weird about watching the new ones for me, is that I think the movie's weird enough. Yeah. It's... It's it's kind it's of a, it's, so it's kind weird. of a sci-fi movie, but it's it's weird in a way that doesn't make you think too hard about how it all happened. You yeah, just like you kind of accept like, oh yeah, the humans they You're all like, bombed each other to death, and of course apes take over. Apes on that ho- makes sense. Apes on horses, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like, like yeah, of course, if the humans all die, then apes would rule the world, right? And so to actually watch it happen, I'm like, I didn't want to know this, right? So the the lens you have to look at it in mm-hmm. the new ones. Is this is the story of ape Moses or ape mm-hmm. Jesus? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this is like the proto ape, yeah, that like led them all to safety and yeah. then like gave them all the rules, yeah. And so you know the lawgiver. They yeah. always talk about the lawgiver. Mm-hmm. So he's not the lawgiver, mm-hmm. but they imply that his the one like orangutan gibbon or whatever mm-hmm. big guy mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the lawgiver because yeah. he's the one that like. Yeah. Is gonna be like giving all the teachings and stuff. Yeah, and all that makes sense. I think it's just the tones a little different. It is very it's like different. The old yes. ones are almost—I don't want to say psychedelic, but they're they very are. weird. They're super sixties and, the, and, and weird. the new ones almost—they tried to make it sciency. Yeah, and it, so it's just—if it would have been its own thing, yeah. I maybe would have been able to give it more of a fair it's shake. Two immediately. It's two different eras of sci-fi for sure. Totally, yeah, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's basically a reboot. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. really. Yeah. So, but that's what's so cool about the sixties ones. Specifically, the first one, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about the second one a lot yeah. too because yeah. that one's just nuts. But <laughs> so weird. The first one's so awesome because it's just like every single thing you say about it shouldn't work. Yep. First, okay, so your main character is played by Charlton Heston, <laughs> and he is just an asshole. Yep. He's like the meanest jerk. Yep. He hates everybody, even his own crewmates. Yeah. Um, and the, he's just mad constantly. He never makes a good case for why he himself should be the hero. Kind no, of. no, not at all. But it works. Like, yeah. Because he's just this guy who's mad at the system. Like, mm-hmm. and the system is apes, which is also insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a bunch of people in the craziest makeup. But yeah. it, actually it works. It's really cool makeup, I think. Yeah, yeah. They they went in the old ones they had like the masks. Yeah, Obviously they didn't like, have CGI. It's like a weird prosthetic. Well yeah. so any any of the chimps that yep. talk in like Dr. Zayas, the orangutans and stuff. Yep. They all have like this weird thing attached to their face where it like sort of covers their nose. Mm-hmm. But so they like their but the mouth works really well. Yeah. And then basically any gorilla is just a mask. Yeah. I mean it's makeup, but yeah. you know. So but it's kind of cool because like they talk and you their mouths are actually moving. Yeah. In a weird way, like that's some, and, they, and their clothes is nuts. Yeah. All the the style <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. Ape style apparently is awesome. It's very good. Yeah. Um, and they have like weird like uh, Zira, the female chimp lady who mm-hmm. she's married to Cornelius the. The chief yeah. chimp is, scientist. Is she the one who kind of takes the human side a little bit? Yes. Okay. So, and she's got like a bob haircut, kind yeah. of. Like, yeah. like they give him just enough human characteristics that it's really funny to watch. I don't, I don't know. And I can, I don't know if it was funny then. Oh, probably not. I'm sure those were probably serious hairstyles. Who knows? Then. Like, I don't know. It's insane. Like, yeah. none of it should work. Well, and you're talking about 
Charlton Heston's character being so angry yeah. and almost unlikable. Oh, but yeah. I think the reason that it works is almost because, yeah, like you said, it's him versus the system. That's inherently unfair. And that's something that I think people can relate to. Yeah. You know, and especially like that was the vibe of the 60s well, right. and all that. that was, that, I mean, it was an allegory for racism, right? Yeah. Like, essentially, I, like sure most he, of it was. they put him in the, in a minority position, yeah. literally. Yeah. And the whole argument that, they literally have a trial where they argue that he is like blasphemous because he's a human that talks. Yeah. Like and yeah. he has to like sort of make his own case. Yeah. And so I feel like all he needed to be was kind of just angry yeah. for that. Yeah. It, for for well that was in what, that lens it works, but when you that, sell it as yeah. like he's this angry that's, guy. Yeah, that's like what the audience needed to get out of it, I think, was the relating to that kind of anger yeah. to themselves. Yep. And so yeah, it. But yeah, to pr- to pitch that. Oh, oh yeah, like, I'm gonna make this movie, and the protagonist is like, he, what's his qualities? Hey, he's just mad. Yeah, he he's mad, and he's like kind of smug. Okay, so here's <laughs> here's the actually the pitch. Yeah, this was a novel, a French novel, mm. where essentially the same thing happens, where they you know like three astronauts or whatever land on the Earth, and yep, all of these things they happen land to. on a distant planet. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> and it's apes. So I'm really sorry to anyone who has never gotten spoiled about that up until this point Man, good on you but yeah sorry. i'm impressed but yeah, um, just blew through that one yeah whatever it's okay <laughs> so this guy uh, i think his name was john lacar or something like that he also wrote the book bridge on the river kwai really yeah huh. one and the same he wrote bridge on the river kwai yeah. and he wrote planet of the apes wow and both of those got made into amazing movies yeah bridge on the river kwai is awesome we'll have to go through some like 50s or 60s war movies sometime. there we go that'd be really good I've seen too. a few of those yeah anyway this guy came up with a great screenplay and apparently mm-hmm. or i mean book novel and then they liked it enough was that the was the novel popular in France, okay. and I think it got translated, and sure. then they, you know Rod Sterling saw it and probably oh, was yeah. like, "Let's make this a movie." Yep, interesting. Yeah, right. And then they got like, but the cast for it is great. I can't believe that they got a bunch of like, you know, like good '60s actors, yeah, to dress up in monkey costumes. Yeah, stuff back then was weird because, and what, what year did the first Planet of the Apes come 68, out? Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. So it was still kind of within the time frame. Where, I mean, Stanley Kubrick was still making jokes about trying to make the proverbial good sci-fi movie. Yeah, totally. You know, but like Charlton Heston, he did this. He did Soylent Green. Yeah. I don't remember what year that was. Like, it was a weird time where the movies. I imagine this movie. They didn't expect it to be this That's popular. Actually, they or this didn't expect good. it to be that good. They probably thought it would be trash. I think they, it was they, like a budget people thing. would be do, willing to do it anyway. Not that there aren't big actors that are being trash movies now. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know what that was about. So anyway, it did really well. Mm-hmm. And, Made a lot of money. So and anyway, at you know at the end, Charlton Heston decides. You know, they basically like he makes the argument for why he should be allowed to live. Yep. And he decides to take off um, with the like. Uh, essentially cave girl that he's like befriended. Yeah. yeah. And they, like escape basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they go into the forbidden zone, mm-hmm. which is, you know, all the apes know not to go there, but they don't know why. And yep. so he goes there and he finds out that or the thing he stumbles onto on the beach is the ruins of the Statue of Liberty. And he finds out it was Earth the whole time. Yep. And he screams at nobody. He screams, God damn you. You blew it up. You blew it all to hell. Yep. Like, and then actually got past the censors because Charlton Heston himself explained, 
I am wish I I was telling God to damn all of the people who oh, had yeah. nuked them. Like yeah. they're like, oh okay, oh, okay. Like yeah. that's literally the, it's not a curse word. That's the phrase. Yeah, like, that's what he's it, literally doing. Yeah, the word damn is in the Bible a lot. Right, totally. So <laughs> that's kind of a crazy one too. So, yeah. So anyway, that's the end of the movie, and you're like, where do you go from there? Right. Well, guess what? You'd, they made yeah. so many more movies. You would assume there's nowhere to go from that. Right. But they made money, so they wanted to. So and it Charlton got weirder Heston and weirder. Did not want to come back for the movie. Re- okay. And so they got him to come back only if he could. He only wanted to be in like 10 minutes of it, mm-hmm. and he wanted to die at the end. Those mm-hmm. were his two things. Mm-hmm. And they granted him that wish. I wonder how much he made. Probably a lot. Yeah. But so what they do in the second one is they get... Some astronaut, they're like, oh, the, the the mission, they went missing or something. We sent another ship. Yeah. So, another, <laughs> like, immediately, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Because the wormhole's just still sitting there. Yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> so this other guy shows up. Yep. And he looks a lot like Charlton Heston. Yeah. And he ends up meeting the girl from the first one, uh, the Nova. Yep. And they run around and, you know, like, caveman and cavewoman yeah. clothing. And I don't remember even what happens, like... Oh, there's like a, there's essentially this like a uh, really bad general that's like trying to kill all the humans. Okay, yeah. And so they're trying to escape him, and they end up going into like the ruins of New York proper. Yep. yep. And they go into this like the movie doesn't matter, but they, yeah. You get to the end and it's amazing. So they, they they go to the ruins of like Grand Central Station. Yeah. And it turns out that there are humans that are still alive. Yep. And, and then and they're all psychic. Oh, I forgot about that part. They're all psychic, and they can talk to each other, and they can, like, scare off the apes, basically. That's how Uh they... Because with psychic visions and stuff. And they all, like, wear masks, like, Mm -hmm. regular-looking human masks, and they take the masks off, and all their skin is, like, translucent. You can see all their veins, because they've been around the radiation for so long. Yep. And so, it's, like, really creepy. Yeah. And they worship this giant bomb. They have like a cult for this yeah, bomb. Yeah, it's the cult of Alpha and Omega. Yeah. Which is where that they get that other thing for War oh, yeah. of the Apes. There's also a little girl in that one called they they call Nova. There you go. So but um callbacks. Yeah, callbacks. They're all over. <laughs> so they Oh, it's so crazy. So they worship this bomb. Yeah. And they like sing hymns where they just are replacing the word God with bomb. <laughs> like no joke. Yeah. Are they like known hymns that like people uh, yeah, recognize? I think so, Amazing. yeah, from what Incredible. I remember. Incredible. Anyway, so Charlton Heston shows up finally at the end here. And the apes show up too. Yeah. And they have this big battle and everyone's dying and it's sad and and then Charlton Heston essentially like flips the switch and blows up the bomb. <laughs> and the bomb's like a cobalt bomb or whatever, which sure. is apparently like very powerful and will like poison the atmosphere. Okay, yeah. And the end of the movie is this narration that's like basically oh, yeah. like the pale blue dot narration, but it's like now this planet's dead. Yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> the, that's the end of the movie. And you'd think at that point all right, there's we, no way they can't we can make go it anymore. This. Yeah, they this finished is it out. the last one. Surprise! There's three more, <laughs> and and it involves time travel. Yeah. So Cornelius and Zira are these two apes. You've heard of Doctor Zeus? Classic. That's he's the orangutan who yep. is sort of making the argument that you know that the humans aren't smart. Also, the source of the greatest Simpsons Dr. joke Zayas. ever. Dr. Zayas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the musical, the Planet of the Apes musical episode <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> So good, but um, so the other two are Cornelius and Zira. They're the they're these two pretty nice chimps as far as things go. Versus- they're like they're like the chimp version of like. 
the lawyers who represented various civil rights leaders. Yeah, that's a good way to basically. describe it. Yeah. So anyway, somehow, somehow they're in. They're like the chimp ACLU. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in like the sixties. The yeah, there you go. That's pretty good. <laughs> so somehow they're like in a spaceship or something. I don't know. So I haven't seen the rest of these movies, but the premise is essentially that they're on a spaceship somehow, and they get blown into the, into space. I don't know from what's the going nuke. On. I think they are already in space. Got They're it. like, and the nuke like essentially shoots them through time somehow. Awesome. And they land in 1970s Earth. Oh. And so it's all about them showing up and Earth losing its mind. Yeah. About these talking apes from another world. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they have a baby. Yeah. And the baby uh, is has another name, but eventually, oh, the baby's name is Cornelius, or no, it's something else, but. And eventually he goes by Caesar. That's yep. where these new ones get Caesar from. Okay. And so Caesar is this like weird maniacal ape that essentially somehow all they get more smart apes. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares why? But by the end of it, essentially like Caesar starts these riots that essentially lead to humans versus apes. Mm. And it's more like racism allegory. It's really fascinating. That's interesting for many reasons. One being that that turns it into a Terminator style time yeah, travel. Yeah, it does loop, actually. That's actually. In, which is pretty cool. In one of the movies, uh, I think there's actually someone like trying to. Knowing that these guys come from the future and trying to kill Caesar to stop all this from happening. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, it's also interesting because I appreciate that with the new franchise yeah they actually bothered to have callbacks to the, like the second and third yeah sequels. totally yep yep they could have totally just gone like you see other ones where they're kind of like all right we're doing a reboot what do we need to bring back yeah you know and they just bring the most obvious stuff from like the first most popular well movie. i mean that's basically the 2001 reboot of Planet yeah. of the Apes that Tim Burton directed that is just utter garbage. Yeah. Or even like the Jurassic Park when they rebooted that. They're going to just bring back stuff from the first one. Or just, let's they have, maybe did. Let's have the, the Jeep. Like, yeah. You know, they maybe brought stuff back from the other ones. I didn't notice if they did. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the easy way to do it. Yep. But they went, they they brought in some deep They brought cuts. in the ones that aren't as like critically acclaimed and yeah, stuff. Yeah. They that's brought in really some cool. deep cut references. So but that's, that's, that's what's cool so awesome about this franchise, I think, is that. You know, like they acknowledged that, yeah, there were five movies and they were all like kind of crazy and, and they we got still weirder love and weirder apparently. And then there was like a TV show, like yeah. a cartoon. Oh man, and there were there have been six comic book series. Uh huh. There's one that like I go to the comic book shop and there's one right now. They have wow. a comic going on. Does it have the visuals of the old old one? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, totally. I mean, they've done both. They yeah. did a midquel like between. Rise and War, mm-hmm. they did a comic book series, the six-issue series, telling what happened in between. Yep. Which is cool because they cool. show the protagonist, the human protagonist of the second movie, meeting the human antagonist of the third movie. There we go. As you can probably imagine, it doesn't go very well. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just cool that they like acknowledge that this was this huge franchise for so long. Yeah. And there's a lot of cool elements that come from it, and we acknowledge the weird and bad with the good. Yeah. I think that's really cool. That's and I don't very think honest. there are not enough franchises that do that. I think, no. honestly. It makes it seem like they actually cared about it instead yes. of just someone else telling them, hey, 
we think we can make a lot of money out of this. Make something. Like the 2001 Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Yeah, boy. Literally. That one that sucks. one is so garbage. I tried they, to watch a couple clips, and there aren't really that many online, even on YouTube. Everyone just kind of tried to forget it happened. It's so terrible. It's so terrible. What even happened? Okay. I remember the end of that. They apparently somebody t- goes back in time. Back okay, here's what happens. Back to Earth. They there's a time warp wormhole. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of like spits people out in the opposite order that they come in. Yeah, they send the chimp in. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg goes through. Oh, I forgot to start Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, and somehow like there's this planet of apes that, and and the thing is they have a bunch of other apes on their ship too. Mm-hmm. That. They're, the rest of their ship crashes, mm-hmm. and the the like descendants of all the rest of the people on the ship and all the monkeys are the ones that are on this planet of the apes, which yeah. is literally a different planet. Okay. And then Mark Wahlberg shows up and messes everything up, and then the monkey that they sent through first shows up, and that like fulfills some big prophecy. Yeah. And so then he's like, "We're going home," or "I'm going home," and he mm-hmm. goes home by himself. But apparently, after he went in. The general, the bad guy from the movie, yeah. goes in and gets to Earth before him and changes history. And, and so he, they end up on the <laughs> Washington lawn, or you know, like whatever the lawn in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Yes, and the Lincoln Memorial has Caesar, or not Caesar, uh, like General Thade, an ape, an ape face, an ape Abe Lincoln. Yes, it's very stupid. It's well, and apparently Tim Burton wrote that ending specifically. So that if it got it was popular enough to have another one, he wouldn't have to try and figure out what happened because he didn't want to do another one. So oh, he made so it intentionally insane so someone yeah. else would have to figure it out. So he he like wrote a plot hole into the end of the movie. Kind of, yeah. So he wouldn't have to be involved. Yeah, basically. Well, he nailed that one. Yep. Nobody wanted to see more of that. It's so stupid. They did try to go with like the real makeup or like the yeah. real mask. They look cool. Like, That's a plus. Like um, the guy that. Uh, Tim Roth plays General mm-hmm. Thade, I believe, which mm-hmm. is the... It's got Helena Bonham Carter. She's yeah, she's a woman monkey. The, it's yeah. got, um, what's his name, the big guy, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, yeah. Is a yep. gorilla. Yep. I don't know. They they nailed some of that stuff. But like, the makeup was too, cool and that's it. Yeah, it's like, I guess, if if it's like a technical film, it's real you know, corny. where they're showing off the new uh, ape makeup, then it's, you know, but it wasn't. It was a mainstream release. Right. It's Everybody hated bad. it. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it anymore. No. But, but that's what's so cool about these new ones is that they acknowledge the old ones. Yeah. And, you know, and they, I guess Star Wars is kind of doing that a little bit now, too. Yeah. Where, like, they're acknowledging some of the stuff that was in, like, the extended universe that they, like, got rid of. Mm-hmm. They're bringing some of the fan favorites in. Oh, that's good. Like, General Thrawn. That's not a thing. He, he had a book series after Return of the Jedi. Nice. And they're bringing him back in for the, like, between episodes three and four. Oh, okay. So that's cool. Like, you get to have this cool character, and you yeah. get to have him do the cool things, and you get to have that again, because they have a cool character. I don't yeah. know. It's great. That There aren't other franchises that are really doing that. And that's, I think, what makes it so good is that... And man, the first one's so great because it's like so quotable. There's so many great things. Like even like when he kisses uh, Zira and she's like, "But you're so damned ugly." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's all these like moments that are really just like really clever and just great dialogue. And, yeah. and he gets to be all hammy and like get your stinking paws off me, you damn yeah. dirty ape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just all those ones are so good. Yeah. I think I it's just that they just weren't self-conscious about it, if that makes sense. When yeah, well, they, they they made this super weird movie and they played it straight, pretty much. 
And that is actually the thing in the new ones that they also did is yeah. that they're doing weird, all this weird stuff's happening and they're pretty much playing it straight. Yeah. And you do buy into the apes being real. Yes. And it being like Especially, actually serious drama. Man, it doesn't in feel this, stupid. In this new one, it's so cool. You, I mean, first of all, off the like special effects are incredible. They're doing mm-hmm. a really great job with all the apes. Mm-hmm. And all their facial expressions, you can really tell exactly what they're feeling all the time. Yeah. I think they know how to write them now. Yeah. There's a scene near the end that is almost silent. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was going to be all silent. And then they realized that they should have the apes talk a little bit. Okay. And so the apes talk to each other. But it's very minimal dialogue. And it's just it's perfect. It's so good. Awesome. So it's I'll just stuff like it that. Out. Like, yeah. ah, it's so cool. I really enjoyed it a lot. I'm really glad I watched it, which you, is not always the thing that happens. Yeah. Do you think if someone were to watch just the third one, would they be completely lost? Yeah. Here's the thing. Probably not. If you watch just War for the Planet of the Apes by yourself uh-huh. or by itself, uh-huh. I think you could you could figure out what's going on. I think if you... I mean, because obvi- here's, what, here's what you would need to know. Caesar has a wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's his connection. And But they, they show you that right away because I didn't remember a lot of the stuff between movies, mm-hmm. like who was who. Mm-hmm. But you get almost right away, they do such a good job of showing you what each character is about. Even like the, you know, there's some random gorilla. You know what his deal is because mm-hmm. they give him a little bit of time to have a good character moment. Yep. And then when something comes up later, you know how he's going to react. Well, and it's a lot of all of the humans are new. Yeah, There's exactly. There's no carryover for the human yep. storyline. Other, th- I feel like the premise isn't that much weirder than like the opening of a zombie movie. Yeah, or totally. Or something like that. Where, Actually, yes. That's and a people, great comparison. Yeah, and people kind of accept the premise. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't really take that much time. Like, oh, okay. It's a zombie movie, and this is basically okay. Apes have taken over the earth, yeah, or whatever. You know, it's just like a post-apocalypse. Welcome to sci-fi. Yeah, it's a post-apocalypse situation, but there's very intelligent. But now apes, apes are smart. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and um, I, I like- guess there is one. There is one big element to it that would be maybe a little confusing if you hadn't seen this. The one previous, which okay. is the villain of the second one is sort of the ape that has sort of been challenging Caesar the whole time. Yep. His name's Koba, and he has, like, one eye has been, like, scarred, and so you can tell who he is immediately. Yeah. But the whole thing is that Koba was violent, and Koba was, like, willing to kill other apes, and uh-huh. ape shall not kill ape. That's uh-huh. the one rule. Like, yeah. So basically, as he's, as Caesar is trying to, like, get revenge, sort of, they're, they're like, you sound like Koba. And, like, oh. eventually he has, like, visions of Koba, yeah. Like talking to him, like sort of the devil on his shoulder almost. Sure. And I feel like people could probably pick that up. You well. could, yes. Yeah. But that would be something that would like help to have seen, but yeah. you don't need to. Well, then anybody just heard that. So. Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. You got it now. Uh, uh, it's so cool. Would you, I mean, okay, I personally, yeah. if somebody told me they hadn't seen any of them, yeah. I probably wouldn't say to watch the other two newer ones. I'd watch Dawn. Really... Dawn's good. I just think the one with James Franco, much. it's it's a good movie. There's like, a lot of there's a lot of cool things in them. I yeah, guess, but I mean, like you I get to get it's it's fun. Yeah, and they do such a good job of like introducing Caesar as a character. It's yeah. a good movie. I would say watch that one. You don't have to see Rise, but yeah. if you're in in it to win it, just watch. If all yeah, of them. if you really liked the first one, yeah, it's good, but it's not great. And yeah. the third one is fantastic. Awesome, really, really good. 
And obviously, I recommend watching the old. Watch old, the first one. The original Planet of the Apes it's is incredible. It's so good. And I would not recommend you watch the second one unless you're in the situation like I was. When I watched it, I was incredibly tired. Yeah. Which, you know, I've watched a few movies like that. Yeah. Uh, and I was with Logan. Yeah. And he was also out of it. And we were just like, what? And it was... You're just confused the whole time. Yeah. And we kind of just leaned into it by watching the weirdest movie ever. I imagine it'd be a good like stoner movie or something like I that. I assume. Yeah. You know? I That's kind of the vibe it's I have just going kinda, a lot. You don't have... Sober stoner. There's not a logic between like one scene to the next almost. Yeah. Because no. there, there is, but there isn't. Like, it doesn't matter. Man. <laughs> so, yeah. I, and if anybody... You know, like, hey, if you've watched the other three old school Planet of the Apes, let us know how they were. Yes, please you know? talk to us. Uh, no one that listens to this has seen all of those. <laughs> hey, man, That's you okay. never know. Well, I mean, I don't know. We're on Twitter. Yeah, actually, let's plug that. Yeah. We're on Twitter at So Much Movies. Yep. We are, where else are we? We have an Instagram mm. account I haven't started up yet. We yep. will be on Instagram at So Much Movies Podcast. Yep. Um, you you if can you're, if you're not on Twitter, rate us on <laughs> oh, rate us on iTunes. Actually, that is we'll, a good one. And, and in in your rating, put I have seen all the Planet of the Apes films. Get a hold of me and put your email address. <laughs> yes. We'll see it and we'll get in touch with we you. We will do that. You should you should rate us. That would be really cool because mm-hmm. it inflates my ego and <laughs> it lets Tyler uh, be heard by more people. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how the iTunes store works. We just like ratings. People throw that out there a lot to, for, to be rated on iTunes. Rate, subscribe, like, eh, whatever. I assume there's a reason. Yeah, probably. I think it probably puts you up in the algorithm. Nah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We're a hidden secret. Tell your friends, but not that many friends. Yeah, we like to keep it underground. Yeah, but tell all your friends. Right. <laughs> but tell them that it's underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, so so for sure watch original Planet of the Apes. You got some homework, people. Watch the original. Mm, watch Dawn? Yeah, sure. If War... How much do you like movies, really? Yeah, you know? you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> you must like them at least a little bit. A little, yeah. Watch some of those. If you see War, like on HBO, which is what it's on now, watch mm-hmm. it. It's fun. I'm gonna. Yeah. You've convinced me. Nice. That's all I wanted to do this whole time. Yeah. I'm not even gonna the entire podcast. Yeah, the entire podcast has always existed to get to this point where Jordan could convince me to watch this one movie yep. that he hadn't seen yet We're, when we started. We done. <laughs> yep. Bye everyone. I cashed in my chips. That was my one. I knew it would be sometime where I'd have to do it. 